Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. We want to welcome you to our boardroom chat again. Praise the Lord. What a blessing of God. God's doing great and marvelous things. Yes. Well, what did you think about that midterm election there, Kathy? Oh, it's pretty sobering. <laughs> it's sobering. Hallelujah. Glory. I want to talk a little bit. I'm not a political person because I know what I, you know, I, I just stick with the word of God. There's a very simple scripture in the Bible that says, occupy till I come. But I mean, I, I can already see people going, they're all freaking out. My God, what happened to the red wave? How did we get a blue wave and all the kind of stuff like that, you know? Well, I want to read a scripture that will help you no matter who's in office, who's not in office. It don't mean diddly squat. You see, what a lot of people think, oh, well, that's true. No, no. I mean, they can try to do what they want to do, but God is in control. And that I do know. And I want to go to 2 Timothy Chapter one. Oh, you there? I'm there. Oh, you read that? He gave me that one reference point, but I have no idea what else we're going to talk about. Uh, okay, that's good. But that's okay. That's Paul writing to the church, uh, writing to Timothy, his protege. Mm -hmm. One of the most phenomenal little uh, verses of scripture, which I really use quite often. And it's 2 Timothy chapter one, verse 13. 13. It says, hold fast to the form of sound words, which thou hast heard of me in faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. Wow. So how do you hold fast to the form of sound words? Yeah. In faith, right. in love, which was, and I like how he says, which is in Christ Jesus. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now, maybe your candidate didn't win. Or whatever, you know what I'm trying to say. But if you'll hold fast to the form of sound words. I don't deny what I see. I, I don't. I, I, I receive what I believe. Right. I keep my, work, my eyes and my ears, and my five senses, so they can be energized into understanding spiritual concepts yeah. through the word of the living God. Mm -hmm. And when you understand that, you know, let's say you're going through something and maybe you believe in God for healing and, uh, and, and it hadn't, quote, manifested, you hold fast to that healing. Say it out loud so your brain can hear what your mouth That's is saying. Good. That's that good. That by his stripes, I am healed. Amen. I don't care what I feel. I don't deny what I feel. I deny it's right in my body. Because if Jesus took your infirmity, why would you want it? Mm -hmm. If he bore your sickness, why should you have it? I heard so many people say this in the years I've been preaching. Well, you know, God put that sickness on. Well, how can he do that when he took their infirmity? And when he bore the sickness, and where did he get the sickness? Because there's none of that in heaven. Mm -hmm. You see, so that's just foolish. That is, that is unstable words. Mm -hmm. And unstable words. Teaching. Yeah, unsound. But unstable words pr produces unstable things. Mm -hmm. The Bible said a double-minded man is unstable in, in all, all his, his ways. ways. Not just some ways, in all his and ways. And that person can't expect to receive anything right. from God, James. Well, it's says. the same thing with wanting to be debt-free. <laughs> you know, man, I want to be debt-free. Well, hold fast to that form of sound words. Right. Now, you got to do things you do in the natural, but let God do what he wants to do in the spirit. Mm -hmm. And guess what? You'll get mm -hmm. out of debt. I don't right. care how deep in debt you are. Right. You know, I mean, you can get up on the top. Like one time a person called me, they said, Brother Jesse, I want you to believe God with me. I want to see what you think about this. And they were telling me about a project that they wanted to do. And they said something, I caught it right away, you know, and then, which means it's going to be a lot of money and things of that nature. They said, we're going to have to walk, you know, we're going to have to walk through deep waters. We have to go through, they say, we're going to have to go through deep waters. I said, well, my God, 
since you're talking about the water, why don't you talk, why don't you walk on top of it? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, why, why, do you, why, why do you want to go through it when you can walk on top walk of it? Walk on top of it like Jesus did or extend your hand and say words and open those waters That's like right. Moses did. Yeah, yeah stretch There's forth no the rock. So when you hold fast the form of sounds, this is one of the most phenomenal little verses in the Bible, but it has such great Integrity, it has great revelation. You just hold fast to the form of sound words. Believe in God for your husband? Yeah, he ain't saved yet. Well, the Bible said you got the promise of your family down to a thousand generations. That includes him. Hold fast to the form of that promise. Mm -hmm. Hold fast to the form of that sound word because notice it's sound. See, in other words, it's got, it's, got, it's got purpose. It's got foundation. It rings true. That's it another phrase true. we use a Hallelujah. lot. I think with the reason why me and you stayed married because you said the first five years was hell and all that kind of stuff. That's probably my fault. I understand well, that. Well, compared to what we have now oh, that we yeah. know Jesus, I mean, I, at the time, I didn't think it was. Yeah, but when you got born again, you held fast to the form of sound words that I was going to get saved. That's right. Put you, you see, in the crosshairs. Put me in the crosshairs. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it's just really amazing how many people can do this simple thing and yet won't do it. Hmm. So I, I noticed as I was listening to some of the people on the television, and you could hear a little depression in their voice, you know, a little discouragement. You know, discouragement. All you got to do is take the diss off of it and put an in on it. Encouragement. Mm -hmm. It's pretty simple. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> oh, yeah. No, you don't know what you're talking I know exactly what I'm talking about. God's word is true. That doesn't mean the devil hadn't fought me, but through it all, I've held fast to the form of sound words. And you know how I know that? And I ask you the question today, and many of you have been following me for many years. You ever saw me sad? You ever saw me sick? You ever saw me discouraged? You ever saw me despondent? You ever saw me broke? I'm not bragging here. It's not bragging. You see, I just held fast to the form of sound words. There's sometimes I've got up in the morning and I didn't feel saved. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I got up and I didn't feel married. <laughs> Kathy was like, she was Hurricane Kathy. She was, she was disturbed by something. And you I thought, probably deserved it. I, I probably did, hallelujah. <laughs> and I was getting close to the eyewall. So I, <laughs> so I had to get out of the house, you know, walk around the yard. But I held fast the form of sound words. Mm -hmm. I never forget what time. Remember that time we, uh, we were in a car? You know, we work a lot. We constantly work a lot. I mean, the other night we went to bed and got about maybe four hours sleep, just pre you know, back in the studios, taping, doing all the different things we need to do. And we had a day off. That, that don't happen too often, but we do. And we got in there and we were kind of aggravated and we started talking. Kathy's talking, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and all that kind of, you know, you know. You, you, you know. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, I said, Kathy, stop. You just looked at me like, what do you say? I said, you know what? That problem's not going away. It's going to be at the office on Monday. We got a good day today. Uh, what would you like to do? And it just changed. And you've done that to me, and I've done that to you too. I've been having a hard day or something, maybe what I'm starting to get aggravated about. Something. And you go, Jesse, stop. That, that problem ain't going away. We'll deal with that on Monday when we get back to the office. Let's have a good day. And we just did. And so we'd go maybe to our favorite restaurant or something like that and enjoy each other as well, enjoy uh, good food and fellowship. And sometimes we just walk around the French Quarter. You know what I'm saying? It was just such a blast. That's what I'm talking about. It's a very simple example. But when you hold fast the form of sound words, right. it's you know a what you do? You'll, you'll write a good testimony. Yeah, it's a decision. It, it, it's a decision. Well, a, de a decision makes a choice. A debate makes a discussion. Mm -hmm. Instead of debating the problem, make a decision on the problem, get rid of it and get a choice yeah. and get, get God's word to well, come Well, you to know, pass. This, this scripture that you just read was written by Paul from prison. In fact, the first right before it, verse 12, uh, 
in the NLT says, that's why I'm suffering here in prison, but I'm not ashamed of it, for I know the one in whom I trust, and I'm sure that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until he, the day of his return. So he had a commitment, even though he was going through a difficult time, maybe things didn't uh, that you're dealing with hasn't come out the way you expected it to, don't give up. Paul didn't give up. He says, I'm not ashamed of it. I, I know what to do in the middle of all of this. Sure. And the phrase that what he was advising Timothy to do is something he did himself, which was hold on to the, NLT says it in verse 13, which is the one you read with, right. read with. It says, hold on to the pattern of wholesome teaching you have learned from me, a pattern shaped by the faith and love that you have in Christ Jesus. Uh, uh, read the next verse. See what that and verse 14 goes yeah. on to say the result of that. It says, how do you do it? Through the power of the Holy Spirit who lives within us, carefully guard the precious truth that has been entrusted to you. So we have a Praise responsibility God. to guard Hold on to the sound words, but also guard the truths with Amen. the faith and with the Holy Spirit helping us to be able to rise above any delay, any discouragement, any attack, and, and rise up victorious. Well, you know, when you know in whom you have believed and you're persuaded, it's very hard for someone to change your mind. Oh, I know you see? that. I mean, sometimes I've had to kind of square off at the devil, like the devil tried to attack me. You know, I preach a lot. And it's, I've had, I had someone tell me this the other night. It's amazing how much you preach and your voice don't go out. Well, sometimes it gets scratchy. Hmm. and sometimes that's, But I just keep going on. I just keep believing. I say, I hold fast that I form a sign. I remember God. when people first started telling you that when you first started preaching because you'd preach hard, you'd right. sing and all this kind of stuff. And I remember the statement that you always push back at them when, when I, and I'd heard you say it to people. Well, I sang six nights a week for the devil. I could preach uh, for God for, and my all voice long, held out. Screaming like, and hollering yeah. rock music. And I said, why can't I just <laughs> keep preach as strong God. or just as my hard? My voice is going to hold up. And it, and it just does. And I mean, it's just amazing, you know. It's what you're willing to believe. You know, uh, you know, Pete, uh, Abraham, I mean, you got to understand something. You've got to hold fast to the form of sound words. When God said you're going to have a baby at 100 and you dead and your wife at 90. Now, that don't make no sense. But he considered not. He staggered not. And he was fully persuaded. Mm -hmm. Now, that's amazing to me. You talk about it in the natural because, you know, I mean, you don't leave the natural till you're dead. You know, you leave this old body on the floor, you know, whatever, and go on to be with the Lord. But he made up his mind and it rejuvenated him to the point that Isaac, and I love the, uh, the, what Isaac word or his name means, it means laughter, mm -hmm. was birth. And it just worked. Yeah. But he had to hold fast. Well, that holds, tells us that we never should give up on the dream, never give up on the promise that we have in God, no matter how long things take. I know it's discouraging sometimes when things don't fall out the way you expect them to. But you can't give up. you got to no. just keep moving forward. Like even people... Uh, even if someone got into the election, of course, I know there are people watching from all over the world. Sure. They have different elections going all over the world. Oh, Same oh, yeah. issues we're dealing with here in the U.S. A lot of other nations have dealt with. But the thing is that uh, we can't give up because even if someone looks like the worst person on the planet, they could be like a Saul of Tarsus. We need to pray for them to be born again. Their lives can change Amen, yeah. in an instant. Jesus can reveal himself to them. But regardless, like you said, we're living in the end times. We're going to occupy till That's he right. comes. And uh, we know from the scriptures there's a lot of things that are going to get worse before well, Jesus returns. It's like, you know, people say one thing and, 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 do, and do something totally different. Yeah. <laughs> I heard people talking about inflation. And you said, what do you think? I'll tell you one thing, bless God. I just hate the way all this stuff costs. Then they go in, they go in the store and spend all their money. 
wait a minute, you, could, you, you don't have to go spend all your money, just hold back, cut back, until you can do better. It's yeah. just amazing to me how people do those things, that they say one thing and vote a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know what people are afraid of probably more than anything is change. Mm-hmm. Shit, but suppose it don't work, well suppose it does. I've had people say, well what you gonna do if it don't? I say, what you gonna do if it does? All I do is put back your doubt to you, see? So when, when Paul was writing this, he said, I don't care where I'm at, I don't deny it. Mm-hmm. But I made up my mind. I, I made up my mind. I know in whom I have believed. Uh-huh. And I'm persuaded. Right. Now, I have been in those areas. I have had that happen to me many times. My God, Lord, I was in a rock in a hard place. And sometimes the rock was on top of me, uh-huh. in a sense, you know, trying to crush me. But I kept standing on the believing and standing on the word of God. And I mean, people say, it's not going to work. Jesse, you might as well just give up. I don't give up. No. 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 I don't lay down. <laughs> I don't give up. God, I read the end of the book, a win. Right. I just keep going. Right. So even though I don't like some of the things I see in my country, that doesn't stop me from being an American. Yeah, and praying for all I, our And sometimes leaders. I don't like the price of these television stations that I have to pay for, all the, the, the price of cameras and different things, but it, I'm not gonna stop, it's not going to stop me from buying them. Right. Why? Because you need those things to preach the gospel, see? Right. So that's what it means by holding fast a form of sound words. He says, which thou has heard of me in faith and love. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have it in the Amplified? Yeah. I, I'd like you to read it in the Amplified Verse real quick. 13. I want to get this in you because it's the key to success in life. That's true. It really is. It's a total key to it. Yeah, Go ahead, it's baby. It's important. It's verse 13 uh, in the Amplified says, hold, fa- hold fast and follow the pattern of wholesome and sound teaching which you have heard it from me in all the faith and love which are for us in Christ Jesus. And verse 14 says, guard and keep with greatness, with greatest care the precious and excellent excellently adapted truth which has been entrusted to you by the help of the Holy Spirit who makes his home in us. Okay, what is your definition of sound teaching? Think about that for a minute. Well, I know that's a big statement. Sound teaching is teaching based on the Word of God and what Jesus has said. And, mm-hmm. and the teachings, of course, revelation that God has given to the uh, other writers of the Bible. I, I believe in the whole, yeah. the full gospel. Yeah. Well, the key to it, a lot of people, they don't seem to understand what they say. A lot of people preach their experience. And they preach what they're going through. I never preach what I'm going through because you don't know the end result yet. You can preach what you've gone through. Yeah. See, because once you've gone through, you've got an answer. You have, you got an end result to that. See. Right. See, but but preaching what you're going through, I just don't know if I'm gonna make it through. And I mean, they get real kind of crazy with it, you know. But when you hold fast to the Word of God, and that just simply means in healing, and in salvation, it's in finances. You know, people, I mean, who don't want it yesterday? We all want it yesterday, especially Americans. We believe in fast food. We created all that kind of stuff. We like things quick. But sometimes things need to cook slow. Right. Because so, that's what really makes the flavor come yeah. out. You, we, know? you know, we see a pattern. Now we're t- talking about this. I see a pattern of people who are following along a certain pathway, and all of a sudden they have second thoughts, if you want to call it doubts, they, right. they go back and forth. Like when John the Baptist was actually put in prison, oh, yeah. he sent his disciples to Jesus to say, now, are you the one or should we wait for another? Now, he's the one who baptized him, who, who heard the voice from heaven Saw that the, the Spirit of God said, the one that you see this happen to, this is the one that's my son. Yet here at this difficult stage, he, he had this, this statement, go tell, ask him, well, is this yeah. the one? And Jesus, what did he tell him? He says, you go tell him what you see. Uh, yeah. That the dead are, that the yeah. sick are lame. Actually, what he was saying, the, what's the matter, John? I'm, I'm, I'm not, not working fast enough? Yeah. Well, you got to understand why John was worried. He's in prison. 
They got a big lustful king and there's a naked woman dancing in front of him so he can, so he can get his head cut off. So he's a little nervous, yeah. you see, as far as that concerned. But I think it's beautiful that God didn't, rem we don't have to remember his weak point. He, he, yeah. he gave his life oh for the gospel. My God, he was gospel. a preacher. Yes, indeed. And we have a, he has a great testimony. But even this, when Paul was in prison, he spoke well. Amen. He said, what, he's our, a, a good example. Jesus is a best example how he, when he was persecuted, and unattacked and, you know, went to the cross. He did what God told him. Well, you know, before I... He fulfilled I, his, God's plan. Before I started flying privately, I flew commercial a lot. And a lot of times I got stuck in airports. And I remember one time I was in Denver. And um, they said, uh, well, there's not going to be... Uh, they canceled the flight. And we're not going to have another plane for nine hours. Well, I didn't deny that, but I didn't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. So I held fast to the form of a sound word. I said, well, y'all going to get us another plane. Well, we don't have another plane. I said, well, it's going to happen. So I just sat there, and I could have just, you know, screamed, hollering, but that ain't going to change anything. I'm still in, at Stapleton Airport. I think the name of that airport was called Stapleton. Back then, then yes. Back then. And you know what? It wasn't no more than about 35, 40 minutes. The lady gets up on the car. She said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there was a plane that just fixed it, and, uh, and it'll be here in the next 25 to 30 minutes. Yeah. So we may be an hour late, but we're going to get you out. Right. Well, I really believe that it wouldn't have been for me. Them people have been stuck there for nine hours. I'm right. not bragging on that. But I held fast to the form of sound word that, wait a minute, God, I need to be at another place at another time to preach the gospel. Is that the story where you, the Lord told you don't get on that plane, or is that a different story? No, that's a different story. But if you want to know that story on that plane, that's, that's really amazing. I'll never forget, uh, this is, this, I had went from Missoula, Montana to um, uh, uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, to Denver, Colorado, to Dallas, Texas, to New Orleans, Louisiana. There's a lot of connections. There's a lot of connections. So I went, I left Missoula. I know a lot of people know you have, we have an aircraft yeah. for the ministry, but they don't know that for the yeah. first 18 years of full-time evangelistic yeah. ministry, you traveled mm. on the airlines and hard, hard back and forth. So it was at a great, great time. It helped you to be able to go to more places once you yeah. got that Yeah, so watch this. I aircraft. finally got to Denver, mm -hmm. you know, from Missoula to Salt Lake to Denver. And uh, there was a guy, he was chomping on a cigar. You could smoke a lot in those days. You could actually smoke I on a plane. I love this story. And to make a long story, so I'm sitting, I mean, I'm in a hurry, you know, I'm thinking, well, I said, boy, I, mean, I want to get home because I've been gone quite a while. I know. I was ready for you to be and, home. And, buddy, you know, you had to go up there and get your boarding pass. I don't think, you, I don't know if they do that today or not. I'm not sure how that works. I'm, anyway, I, I had to get a boarding pass and all that kind of stuff. So, and the, and I was, I said, Lord, I just thank you. I'm, I'm praying like this. Lord, I just thank you for that wonderful meeting we had there at Shiloh Christian Retreat in Missoula. <laughs> And, you know, and I just thank you, Father. We had a wonderful time, Bob, Bob, this and that. And the Lord said, don't get on this plane. Hmm. I said, what did you say? <laughs> he said, don't get on this plane. I said, my God, man, I want to go home. I want to get on this plane. He said, there's danger on this plane. Uh -huh. I said, oh, man, God. <clears throat> he said, I want you to go up to that front desk there and tell them to don't, get, let, the, don't let these people get on this plane. Watch this. So I kind of contemplated that for a minute. You know, good God, man. But I know the voice of God. So I got up and I said, ma'am, can I talk? Yes. I said, the Lord spoke to me. She said, who spoke to you? <laughs> you make you think you're nuts, you know. The Lord. She, I said, the Lord. She said, the Lord who? I said, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord. You know what you mean? I should have said the Lord. But, you know, I'm, I'm a southern boy. The Lord, you know. Lord. The Lord. <laughs> and I said, and uh, the Lord told me to tell you not to put people on this plane. Hmm. And I said, so I'm not going to get on it. She said, sir, 
looked at me like I'm looking at you. If you don't get on this plane, we're not, there's not another plane coming in here for almost a half a day, really. I think it was nine or ten hours, something like that. Boy, man, he was working on me. And I could hear the devil saying, you stupid. You know, you're going to sit in this thing. You're stupid and all that kind of stuff. I said, ma'am, listen to me. I know the voice of the Lord. Do not load this plane. Hmm. Now, you know, I think if you said that today, you know, because of terrorism, They'll, people would freak out. But then, you know, yeah, you were, you were the one who caused it, yeah, <laughs> they you know, would think. So she, said, so she said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, get your board pad. We're going to start loading the plane. We're going to load it from the back forward. That's how they did that in those days. And I just looked at so I went, sat down, and there's this guy smoking his cigar. He looked at me, he goes like, huh. you know, and I thought, eh, shut up. You know, to my mind, to my mind. But I didn't say nothing. And they all got on the plane. The ladies at the door, you know, to walk down that tramp, right. tramp, whatever you call that thing. She said, sir, are you coming? Mm -hmm. I said, ma'am, the Lord said, do not fly this plane. She said, okay. She closes the door, goes down the tramp, uh, closes that door. They close the door on the airplane. You know, okay, watch this, man. And I looked, and it was all this glass where you could see it. And they pushed back the plane. And I could hear the devil say, stupid, you dumb, stupid thing, you crazy thing. I said, shut up, devil. <laughs> shut up. You know, but I was feeling stupid. I'm not going to lie. And, but I know the voice of God. They pushed it back. They took the tug, pulled it away like this, and you, you could see the pilots and all that kind of stuff like that. And when it was ready, you could think, you hear, boom. They start the engine, boom, and all that kind of stuff. And when they got all the engines started and everything, oh, watch this. Now I'm standing, at, I'm standing looking at the glass, feeling like a complete idiot, but in obedience. Uh-huh, that's good. Because I held fast to that form of that sound word. Right. And when they throttled up a little bit, you know, to get it to taxi, mm, they went maybe 15 feet, and boom, boom, the engines blew up. Black smoke flying out. I saw fire, and I went, whoa! You know, and, you know, and I shouldn't have done that. Yourself, you know, right. you know, control. Oh, man, all of a sudden, the doors open up, and them, uh, them, them, them things that you slide down there for, I the mean. Inf the inflatable yeah, slides. Boom, they're the coming out of there door. as fast as that can, man. And I think if that thing would have got up and she'd have blew. Wow. You know, and because the worst time in the world for a crash is when you take off, and when you land, yeah. like if you're up there, you know, and you got a fire, you can shut that thing. You got time to up work high. on things. Yeah. Well, my, they come flying out of there, and I'm shouting and screaming, glory to God, hallelujah. So I'm sitting there, boy, I mean, they come flying. I mean, people falling. Some people's shoes get caught on that, you know. I mean, they were getting out there playing as fast as they could. So anyway, they finally got people back up. They had to walk up that metal staircase to go back up into that tram-looking thing to come and open that door. Nobody got hurt, right? Nobody got hurt. Thank God. But I'm going to tell you something, man. That was black smoke and fire and all that it kind of stuff. It looked bad. They were coming out of it. I got to give it to those people. They know how to, to deplane a, a plane real fast mm -hmm. when, you know, when all that stuff was going. This is many, many years ago. Well, everybody back into the boarding dock here, you know. And I, I just smiled. You know? And that lady just looked at me. I said, I told you. The Lord said. Mm -hmm. Now, we thought, are we shut down? She probably still telling that story probably somewhere. Not. I said, are we, are we shut down, you know? And, and in about maybe 10, 15 minutes, she got on the little thing and said, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have, we're going to be about an hour and a half, maybe two hours late, but we've got another plane coming, and we'll, we'll get you to your destinations and all that kind of stuff. Plane came in. They unloaded that new plane, and everybody just said, now, everybody nervous now. Now, this old boy with the cigar, you know, he just come out there, well, he's all frustrated. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to start loading the plane from the back to the front. I get on 
And uh, uh, you know, I'm about ready to get on. <laughs> I laugh. And this old guy who just told, he didn't like. He said, uh, "Is this one okay, Rev? <laughs> yeah, you can we get on this one?" I said, "Yeah, this is all right." The Lord said, "This is fine." And he looks at the lady that, that I don't know what the one that do the ticket thing, and she said, "He said, where is he sitting at?" <laughs> and I was on the aisle seat. He said, "10A." He said, "I want 10B." <laughs> Now, I smell that guy all the way to Dallas because of that cigar smell on it. But I'll never forget that. Now, I'm not happy that the thing blew up. Thank of God nobody got not. hurt. Right. But you have to but listen. But I heard the voice of the Lord. And you had to obey it. Amen. Yeah. Hold fast to the former son. Where I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I'm like, I felt like a complete idiot. And I didn't want to go tell people that the Lord said not to get on the plane and things of that nature. But God's word is true. And that's what Paul is trying to teach Timothy. And if you look at Timothy in chapter 1, if you look, uh, he said, he said what uh, verse? In verse 6, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Uh -huh. For God hath not given us a, the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Right. I mean, he's saying all these wonderful things. Yeah. But I don't care what you say. I don't care how much good prophecy you get. I don't care. If you don't hold fast to the form of sound words, Yes. It's nosediving. Right. It's right. going to happen, you know? Yeah, you have to hold on to the thought, the words of God and resist the lies mm -hmm. of the devil. Resist the fear, resist the That's doubt. It. Yeah, and, uh, and, and I'm not, I, I know it's frustrating sometimes. I, I, got, I understand that. Sometimes life is frustrating. And, I, you know, I, I got a program that's coming up uh, in the next year on our broadcast television called The, Fru the, uh, the Fr Frustration of End Times. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are frustrated with that. You know what it is? It's righteousness rubbing unrighteousness. You know, if you get something rubbing around after a while, it gets, it gets aggravating, you know, you, you know, that kind of stuff. It's righteousness rubbing up against unrighteousness, mm -hmm. you see? And those things are happening today. <clears throat> so maybe you're a little disturbed about what happened here in the midterm that you want more of this or more of that, but that didn't make any difference. <clears throat> what you do is hold fast to the form of sound words that of St. John 16, 13. How be it, when the spirit of truth is come, mm. he will guide you in all truth. He didn't say some truth or a truth. Mm -hmm. He said all truth. And I love truth. this statement. If Jesus is the way, you can't get lost. If he's the truth, you cannot be deceived. And if he's the life, the devil can't, can't kill you. So it's in every area of your life, spiritually, physically, and financially. You know, when you're the head of a ministry like him, the CEO, I, I see it all. I know what it costs. I mean, I always got people, I can't walk across the parking lot. Someone will say, oh, boss, can we do this? But, well, it all costs money. i never forget when we made our step to, to start really helping uh, uh, Spanish-speaking people. We want to switch everything over to Spanish. Yeah. Well, the first thing I, they tell me, well, we got to start with $250,000. That's the beginning. That's just the beginning. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, I wish it was free. Mm -hmm. I wish it was, but you know, it's not. So instead of going up, boo-hoo and all, I said, well, it don't matter this. This is what the Lord said. This is what we're going to do. Amen. It's just that simple. Amen. Now, you, you take certain steps. I've learned something. I don't um, um, just run off the, the top of a diving board. And, uh, you know, I consider. Think it through. When, well, when I'm building buildings, the Bible said count the cost before you build a tower. Right. So you got to do your part. But you hold fast to the form of somewhere. When we built this, remember what the Lord told me? And we built this thing, this whole campus, debt-free and under budget. And the Lord told me this, and it was such a powerful statement. He said, if people ask you, boy, you really building something nice, you tell them I ain't building anything. I told him, he said, yes, you're not building it, I'm building it. 
So how many times people came up to me and say, boy, you're really building something like I said, I'm not building anything. And it had kind of like a confused look on the face. I said, this is the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in his eyes. This is God building it. Not me. I'm, I'm just doing, I'm just obeying. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm doing is obeying. And God's word is so true and so gracious. So what do you need today so, uh, that you believe in God for it and you're like this? But, you know, you, want, you, want, you might ready to fall off the bike. Hold fast to that form of that sound word that you know how to ride that bike. Feel love the Lord to pray for you right now. Because yeah. you know you're watching this and you need this So because you, you're that close. Be not weary and well-doing. For in due season, if you, you reap, if you faint not, you're this close to getting your answer. And boy, that devil doing everything he can. And if you go to saying what Satan says, you'll never get your answer. Right, right. Father, in Jesus' name, I decree and declare to people that are watching this boardroom chat yes. that they can hold fast to that yes. form of sound words. Amen. Spiritually, physically, financially, morally, every which way, shape, or form. Thank I you, thank Jesus. you, Lord, that you told us to talk about this today. Yes, Lord. We, we could talk about this 52 solid weeks thank and you, just barely scratch the surface of it. Yes. But Lord, I thank you that you held fast to the form of sound words. Thank you, Lord. When that devil was tempting you in Gethsemane, and you said, not my will, but thine be done. That's holding fast to the form of sound word. Mm -hmm. Lord, when they beat you, you and, 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 and all of them, you never, you, you, you didn't say one word. And boy, they were coming at you. But you stood on that word from your father. Mm -hmm. We stand on the word from you, Lord Jesus, yes, Lord. To, from the father and also the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. And we're going to have what we say. Amen. In Jesus' name we yes, pray. Yes, Amen and amen. amen. Just let, let the Lord to pray that. I'm to, glad say, you did. to make that, you know, you know, we believe for these testimonies to come in because that proves to us that you're watching. Now, we know other ways we know that you're watching. But, Kathy, I want you to read a couple of testimonies and now I'm going more with this uh, Okay. Uh, whole fast we have people watching words. from all over the world. Thank you all for sharing these test these comments. Carrie says, please pray for me and my family watching from Norway. And we just yes. prayed. Redeem Forever is the handle on this one. It says, Shalom from Fort, Fort St. John, Canada. Diana says, hi, everyone. I'm joining from Romania. Naomi says, good afternoon. Watching from the Bahamas. Hezekiah says, happy to catch up with Jesse and Kathy Ooh. from Rwanda, Africa. Rwanda. Love this spiritual dialogue. There's one guy there named Manucci. <laughs> Manucci, yes. Yeah, read that, that one. one. I Manucci like Manucci. Says, I like that name. That's a great name. Love you both. I live in Norway, and I want to be a partner with you. Thank Isn't you, Isn't that a blessing? Yeah. Uh, well, Manucci, thank you. Praise the Lord. And let me just say, since he said that, or he or she, I don't know if Manucci is a male name or a female name. I don't know. To be a partner, all you have to do is just obey God. If God is asking you to join with, uh, telling you to join with us, uh, well, you do that. And let me just say this, and I mean this sincerely. And I tell people all the time, and preachers freak out when I say that. I mean, if you don't want to give, then don't do it. Don't. I mean, you know, I want you to be blessed. You know, and we're going to continue on, but the anointing of increase is on our lives, you see? Mm -hmm. And I hold fast to that form of sound word. So when this inflation thing hit, it didn't more bother me and the man in the moon. Why? Because I know in whom I have believed. So if you'd like to be a partner, you want to give today, you can just go to jdm.org. That is our website. Hit the donate button, and there it is. Or you That's can use right. PayPal. Amen. Or you can text to give if you'd like to do that. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way, just mail in a check your donation to our offices here. And 100% of what you give is going in the world evangelism. Now, that's amazing to me because I have been totally debt-free since 1982. And you know why? Because I trust you, you trust me, 
We both trust God mm -hmm. and God's words come to pass. Now I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, the anointing of increase is on me. I've had people say, when I started blessing your ministry, at first it didn't seem like it was working, but when the tsunami hit, it, my God, of what happened and how quick it could come to pass. I'm telling you, people say, I don't believe it. Well, then don't do it. But if you believe it, you'll watch. I tell you, things will begin to happen. Amen. And, I mean, in a, in a financial way. So right. thank you, partners, for yes. all you've done. You know, Kathy, we couldn't do that without these faithful financial partners. That's right. I used to believe I could, but then I found out something about Jesus. First thing he did was pick a team. Mm -hmm. And then he received partners into his ministry. Yeah. So that's what we're doing today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're receiving partners. I felt little Lord just to say that. So if you're not one, pray about becoming one. And watch God do a miracle. And remember this, for every dollar you give, we believe for a soul into the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. You know, why? To get this gospel. Why do y'all preach so much? Why do y'all go so much? Matthew 24, 14, when this gospel is preached through the world, the end shall come. Yeah. I hold fast to the form of that verse. That's good. Go ahead. I like keep, that. keep reading, baby. Well, this is from Mar Marquita. This is a partner. It says, mm -hmm. thanks, partner, for the encouragement. I started believing the same as you, and he has surely been coming through for me, Praise like God. paying off my dorms, giving me a mountain bike, and blessing me with finances. This is just the beginning of things because I know more is coming. I realize that he is no respecter of persons because what he does for one, he will do for another. He is indeed a father to his children and wants the best for, all, for us all. So thank you for letting your light shine for us all so that we too may know and see how good he is through you. Uh, uh, what's that person's Marquita. name? Marquita. What's a mountain bike? I don't know what uh, a mountain it's bike a, is. It's a bike that can go through the rugged terrain, I think. You know, instead of, of instead on of a, a one on the road, a off the road yeah, kind of a I bicycle, I think. What a blessing of the Lord. Thank you. Jesse thinks I know everything. Yeah, I do. she <laughs> yes. does. She tells me that all the time. She does uh, know everything. <laughs> but I love the fact that they're... Partners are, are getting blessed and, Amen. and seeing that. You know, it's important to realize that Jesus also had partners. And, sure and uh, I've been doing a study a lot, just researching a lot of things about the Gospel of John because we're doing that teaching right. in the church. And I've discovered that John came up pretty, from a pretty wealthy family. Right. He was the youngest of the disciples, but he is, his father, Zebedee, had a fishing business. They right. had employees. And, and his, his mother, Salome, was one of those who helped minister to Jesus in his life. So that whole family was involved with the kingdom of God and financially supported. They had property. So there, God brings people together uh, uh, to help each other. To, like we have a message, God wants us to get out on the, on the broadcast and, and proclaim the gospel, but he also has people that are partners with us Amen. and we're doing it together. We have one yeah. part to play. The people behind the cameras that you don't see here has another part to play. Amen. Those who give financially help us to do what we do is another part. All of us are partners together doing what God has called us to do. And we have a responsibility to hold fast to those sound oh, words. Man. The sound words and that yes, says, yes, do. you give and it shall be given back to you. Why? So that you continually give back. It's a never ending cycle. <laughs> when you called it the H factor, the H factor. many years yeah, ago. The you That's know, this so is my good. new book, The Hidden Help. I'll give you an idea. One of my uh, employees came up to me and said, I want you to sign this book. I'm trying to make you, I'm, I'm going to help you become a bestseller. <laughs> you know? 
and that was Todd. He's behind the uh, he's he's behind the camera right now. Oh, he bought one. He's, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, he, and I signed it for Laurie, his wife, and, and another person. And to make a long story short, he said, "I'm gonna help. I'm helping you become a, a become a bestseller." That's a good. And thing. I thought, you know, that makes good sense. You know what I'm saying? Hold fast to the phone. I believe it is gonna be a bestseller. God's word is so true and gracious. Yeah, it was delayed in the printing, and a lot of people had their orders that were on hold. Yeah. And Let me we show had it to like you. back you orders. That, Those have it? all gone out the door, and we got more that are boxes that are coming. Finally, out. praise the Lord. And it, it's I, I talk about my personal experience with, with angels, and also a great teaching on angels. And, and I want to tell you something. I call it the hidden help because you'd just be surprised how many angels. Bible said the innumerable. How many are around us helping us? Wow. I make a joke about it. I said, you know, before I was saved, all of us got a garden angel. I believe in my guardian angel, he asked for reassignment because I tell you what, son, I was wearing that boy out, you know, not, because it's a miracle. I got a, I, ain't no telling how many times he saved my life, mm -hmm. you know, to help me and things. So things if you, you like, don't even know about. Some yeah. things you have, it has been revealed, but there's so many unknown things that you don't yeah. know. So if you, how, like, if you like to get the book, you just go to JDM.org. You can order it book. and you'll be blessed and God will honor you and bless you. So when you hold fast to the forms of sound words, see, let me tell you something about Paul and his relationship with Timothy. He really loved Timothy. Yeah. And Timothy was a, 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 a mild, meek young man. But he was a head of a church, you see. And it ain't easy to be a head of a church. It's not. It's not yeah, easy. He was head of the largest church in Asia, which was Ephesus. Yeah, I mean, I'm and telling it, when you. he first wrote First Timothy, that church was blowing and going, but Second Timothy, it had suffered some persecution. It started oh, yeah. to see some challenges. So both those those books that Paul wrote to Timothy really helped him at that point well, in his life. Well, you know, we went through some persecution in our lives, spiritually, physically, financially, from the very beginning. I mean, the devil, you know, he just keeps going. He's, he's already failed. He's already known he is awaiting confinement. Right. So, and the only way he can aggravate God is try to aggravate us because we are God's children, mm -hmm. see? But I hold fast to that form of sound words, mm -hmm. that which, which I've heard of God Almighty. Right. And so I just, and so when something is coming at me and I'm going, man, what do I do with this? I just go find the scripture to take care of that. Yeah. And, it and just you works. see an example in the Word of God. What do you do when things don't fall out or plan out, pan out the way you expect? Paul was writing even, we didn't go farther enough for like in the next verse. He's talking about the people who deserted him. He experienced a lot of betrayals in his oh, you better ministry. Know it. He did a lot of great things and people didn't all, in fact, he names people here in verse 15. He says, as you know, this is the NLT version. Uh -huh. He says, as you know, everyone from the province, province of Asia has deserted me, even Philetus and Hermogenes. But then he goes on to talk about a great guy. He says, may the Lord show special kindness to Onesiphorus. I'm saying his name probably wrong. And all of his family, because he often visited me and encouraged me. And he was never ashamed of me because I was in chains. So God brings people with us. Some leave us. What does oh, Brother yeah. Jake used to say? I got the gift of goodbye. <laughs> yeah, T.D. Jake says, I got the gift of goodbye. He says, if they can walk let, away, let them walk. Let them walk but away. But there are people <laughs> that God brings with you that are there for a season. Some are there for a lifetime. And God has some great people in Paul's life. We have great people that are in oh, our life that uh, we've been partners. connected to for years and years and years. Oh, it's just amazing. Just the other day, I went to a church. It was my 36th year that I've been there. And the week before that, I went to a church. It was my 40th year. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, and you don't see that very often. It's a rare thing It's today. a very, very rare thing. And you know why? Because I understand covenant relationship. Uh -huh. and how do you stay with covenant relationship? You hold fast to the form of sound words. Right. How do you make a friend? You hold fast to the form of sound words. Because see, a friend can't tell you the truth. 
than he ever was a friend right. to start and sometimes a division comes because sure. one person decides to take the, a different road, and we ha we have to stick with the Word of God. You better know and it. And we're not going to vary from that, so we're going to always be following true and what the Word of God says. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm very careful about the finances that come into this ministry because I don't want to be standing before God in that great and wonderful day and He said, you wasted my money. Hmm. You see, let me tell you something, partners. I'm not lazy with your seed. I refuse to be lazy. You work hard for what you give. I've got enough sense to know that. And you probably could use that somewhere else. But you know, you know that the a hundredfold returns on my life. So you sow into that piece of what you're giving to get. No, no. You give and you do get. Hmm. You see, you got to change your sentence. You give and you do get. See, it's just that simple. It's oh, as long as the earth remains, seed time, harvest time. Right. It's gonna happen. Right. And God's word will come to pass. Not some of the time. But all the time. So that's what I, I, I think about. And I, you know, I just had a, my first partner to my ministry. Just went home to be with the Lord. My God was with me for almost 46 years. And think about that. I mean, my Lord. And he told his, uh, his children, and you, you, you ought to support this thing, and you ought to do it. And he was with me from, from day one when we started out. Now, that's a partner, you see, because he understood covenant right, relationship. Right. That's holding fast to the form of sound words. Amen. Can and I read God's some more testimonies? Yes, do that. This one's Geneva that says, thank God for JDM. I want to give God the glory for answering my prayers for the insight he is giving me from Jesse and Kathy Duplantis, teaching that I'm supposed to be blessed in every area of my life. Thanks for all the prayers and for standing with me. Much she, blessings she, to and love to JDM Ministry. I like how she says, supposed to be blessed, because that's mm -hmm. true. Well, A lot of people are finding out I know out what you're thinking. No, no. Time. Well, the Our Father prayer would disagree with you. He says, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done where? On earth or in earth as it is in heaven. So we should be living here, Kathy, like as if we'd be in heaven. Right. Because it's God's perfect will. Mm -hmm. See, but you know, man's inhumanity to man, the church world preaching experiences and opinions instead of what the Word of God says. So if you preach an experience, you get an experience. Hmm. You preach the opinion, you get an opinion. You preach the Word, you get you the Word. You get the Word results. It's just that simple. Amen. And I'm I've seen people stand on the Word yeah. of God, I mean, and walk through the valley of the shadow of death. But you know what? They didn't stop, canonize the place. No, no. They just kept walking and kept believing. Was it easy? No, nothing's easy. Mm -hmm. Nothing's easy. I like what your mother said about growing old. She said, growing old is not, is not what it's kicked up to be. And your mom's now 91 years old and still kicking and doing good and got, hadn't lost anything in her mind in any way, shape, or form. Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, how do you do that? Well, you hold fast. You just keep believing I'll tell you something going to shock you. Death and life's in the power of the, your tongue. They that love it, love what? Death or life shall eat the fruit thereof. You determine when you leave this place, if you'll understand that and stand on that word of God. And I want to tell you something. You do that if you'll just obey. God's word is so simple. I, I, I said this the other night, and I love this from Isaiah, because it probably, when that happened, that really struck Isaiah. He said, in the year King Uzziah died. Mm -hmm. That really went in Isaiah's mind. He said, I saw the Lord sitting on the throne, high and lifted up. Now look at this statement. And his train filled the temple. Right. In other words, at that time. There was an empty throne. There, the king had died. There's no, yes. Who's going to be yeah, the next but, ruler? And the covenant, the ark of the covenant, you couldn't, nobody could walk in that holies of holies. Mm -hmm. But God was actually prophesied. Not only 
will you come in the holies of holies, mm -hmm. but my train will go past to the holy place, go right slap down the middle of the temple. In other words, my presence will be seen above all and all men. Mm. And it's just such a blessing of God, you know, because the word of God is so interconnected yeah. and, and, and how God does these yeah, wonderful Isaiah's glorious things. Yeah, Isaiah is the one who prophesied that a virgin would give birth, yeah. the, 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 that he would be born, Jesus, the Prince of Peace, the... Uh, all these great names. The well, think of wonderful Mary. counselor. An angel shows Mighty up. Mighty God. An angel shows up. That kind of freak you out, you know? Yeah. And he says, you're going to have a baby. She's 15 years old. She's never known a man. And she says it. How can this be since I know not a man? I mean, I've never had sexual relations. Wait a minute. And he said, the Holy Spirit shall come upon you and you, what's be conceived in you as holy. Mm -hmm. You know what the woman said? Let it be, even as thou hast said. Now, do you know at that time, if you got pregnant out of marriage, they kill you. Hmm. They stone you. And Jake, uh, even Joseph, who loved Mary, thought about stoning her. And Gabriel had to shut him down on that situation. Yeah. See? But you know what? Gabriel held fast to the form of God's words. Right. And that was the words prophesied by Isaiah. You know why? And then he talked about how uh, unto us a son is, is, a, a son is born, unto us a uh, no, unto us a child is born, no, uh, unto us a son is given. So there's the humanity and the divinity of Jesus all in one. You, in know that how, one yeah, you know how Lucifer became Satan? He didn't hold fast to the form of sound words. Hmm. He didn't hear what God was saying. So when you said the same, unto us a son is born, unto, uh, uh, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Whoo, man. I mean, you know, the map is out there. Then he talks about too, all you got to do is follow it. Then he talks about how the government will be on his shoulders. You know, we all want perfect government. Say That's that again. The government will be upon his shoulders. Well, what about those people that are disturbed now about uh, these midterm elections here in the, in the United States? What would you tell them? Well, we got to trust in Jesus because you know, in all this world is as although we try to have a perfect society, nothing's going to be perfect to well, Jesus. You know what comes. I would tell them? Uh, look at Jesus' shoulders. The government's there. You got to understand something. For Satan to take over, we're in the end times. It's going to get bad. So we have to be weaker and talk in terms of uh, not the church, but I'm talking about people so that he can take over. Because my God, the Antichrist cannot, he can, I mean, we, we, we hold him back because of the power of the church, you see. So what's happened in the last days, uh, that's what happened in Noah's day. Man has corrupted himself. So instead of going, oh God, we're living on all this, that's true. But we, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Now watch this. The day will come, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, that uh, we're going to walk into the ark. Because you got to understand something. Noah took 120 years to build that ark. That's a 120-year-old sermon. Yeah. The rain's coming. Yeah. The flood's coming. Ain't nobody believe that. <clears throat> you see? Yeah. And you, you, got, you figure this. By the time he walked in, the, in that boat, there's only eight people living right. Mm -hmm. doing right, because they held fast in the form of sound right, word. Right. So, so what I'm saying, let me explain that. Okay. The, that. That the world had to be weaker for that, that corruption to come over, but it didn't change Noah's mind because right. he cut a covenant with God. Right. You see what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? So, I mean, yeah, I wish uh, certain candidates would have won, things of that nature, but that's all right. I know that the government is on this Prince of Peace's shoulder. And he's, he's got this thing in his hand, working this thing out. So you ain't got to be worried about anything. Right. And I know that's not good English, you ain't got to be. But I want to say it got, it got your attention. <laughs> so when you understand that, I'm telling you, right. ladies and gentlemen, we are being guided by a Holy Spirit. Yes, It's the same way with Israel. 
My God. One minute they're a slave, and the next minute Egypt is giving them gold and silver. <laughs> you just, just get out of town. Yeah. <laughs> just a, yeah. And 400 years of back slave labor paid yeah. off in a, a day. A lot thing can happen in an instant. Ooh. That's what's going to happen with the rapture of the church. Before the judgment comes, he's going to catch us away. That's called the rapture of the church. Amen. Before destruction or judgment came to the earth in the days of Noah, like you were talking about, they were, those eight people I'm went into the ark. Some people don't believe in the rapture. Well, stay here if you want to. But I'm going to tell you something. It. I made up my mind. I'm going out on the first load. Now, you do what you want to do. You know why I believe in the rapture? I like what Paul said. Comfort yourself with these words. You know, when you say that doesn't exist, it takes the comfort out. And who is the Holy Spirit? Comforter. Ah. Now, why aren't you in comfort if the Holy Spirit is a comforter? Yeah. Ah. Well, maybe your words are saying something different than comfort. Right. You see, that's what I'm talking about. I hope you enjoyed it today. I wanted to get that in because I felt in my spirit, you know, that some people may feel a little down because their party didn't win or their candidate. Or, and we're talking about here in, here in America, you that are watching us all over the world, it's the same way where you live. Right, you know? and it applies to any disappointment that you may be facing. We can't give up. The Bible says, look up your redemption draws yeah. nigh. Keep our eyes on Jesus rather than the problem and right. just keep holding fast to those form of sound words. Well, you use the word disappointment. Take the dis off and make an appointment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With God Almighty and God will bless you. Thank you for watching today. This is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. We see you next on the next Boardroom Chat. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.